Welcome back to A Better Love. I'm your host, Dr. Greg, and today we're going to be addressing a listener's question, someone who has recently gone through a divorce and is talking about finding themselves again and how to do that. And so there's lots of folks who may be going through divorce or have recently come out of a divorce. And so I hope that this episode will be helpful to all of you. And for those of you who are still married, please listen closely to this and the messages that we'll share today. Here's the deal. Inherent in my listener's question is perhaps a sense of losing a part of themselves during the course of their marriage. And I want to start here by trying to understand what that might mean for my listener and for you if those words resonate with you. In a healthy, vibrant love, uh, no one loses themselves, all right? Your identity, your interests, your hobbies, your passions, your aspirations are mostly validated, okay? They're honored and they're championed by your spouse. This is the case with the masters at long-term relationships who we've studied over the last 40, 50 years. The idea of losing yourself suggests to me an absence of mutual respect for each other's uniqueness and individual life. There's a dance, you see, that a long-term love or marriage will have to enact for that team to thrive. There will be times when you accept influence and other times when your partner accepts influence on any given matter. It means you're not always going to have your favorite meal for dinner, <laughs> but you might have one that you both enjoy nonetheless. It means if you are planning for your next vacation, it may be that you get your preference this year and your partner's preference next year for them. There's all sorts of fluid compromise that we like to see in long-term relationships. It's really the bedrock of a strong friendship that we honor each other's preferences in these ways. And so if you're doing that, then even if that relationship ends, uh, it's not as though you've lost touch with who you are or your preferences or the life that you want for yourself outside of the relationship. It's also the case if you have a child or children uh, that there are developmental needs that they have that will take preference or precedence and subsume your own interests at given times throughout their life. And that makes sense. Uh, it, we hope that that, that uh, kind of compromise and giving is shared equally amongst co-parents and that it's not just uh, the in a heterosexual relationship, the woman who's really surrendering themselves for the care of children, but really that the, the both parents, uh, again, particularly in a heterosexual relationship, are, are equally sharing that responsibility to put their kids first uh, in their life sometimes. Yet my listener uh, is going through divorce and yes, divorce is very real in the United States. 20% of first marriages end in divorce within five years and 48% of marriages dissolve by the 20 year mark. Uh, these marriages aren't ending necessarily because one person is losing themselves to the other or to the marriage or the kid's life. But the experience my listener may be having is definitely, in my view, a symptom of broader relational difficulties that we might find uh, in divorce or with relationships that end in divorce. So my best piece of advice goes first to the married couples who may be listening to this right now, and that's just to invest in each other's dreams and aspirations and uh, compromise and attend to and honor each other's needs and desires. And you're going to be less likely to not have anyone experiencing a loss of self in the relationship itself. And then even if that 
marriage does end, you'll both be in a better position just to live your life fully. But if you're in the process right now of divorcing, recently divorced, it's time now for you, right? You're the one to validate your own desires, your wants and needs. It's time, a period of time for you to be kind and compassionate toward yourself. And that may not be easy. You may be very self-critical right now. A lot of folks, when they've gone through divorce, you know, experience lots of depression, anger, grief, anxiety, all sorts of things, self-criticism, but very important and definitely not easy, but to be kind and self-compassionate, right? And you could do that, by the way, without uh, hating the other person, right? You can be compassionate to your to yourself without having to demonize your uh, former partner. And I would hope that would not be the case, especially if you have kids uh, together. But anyway, it's up to you now. So look inside yourself, identify your preferences, your interests, your joys, and remind yourself what or how you existed outside of this marriage. Now, you know, it may have been five, seven years ago, 20 years ago, but you did exist outside of this marriage, okay? <laughs> and it's likely that you had joy in your life to some extent, doing other things, and your interests may have changed, right, over the time that you were married, but this period of time is for you and you're the only one that can do this, right? You're the only one that can do this. You can come closer to friends and family and have the comfort of those social relationships as you do this exploration, as you reconnect with these desires, interests and passions, etc. But you have to do the work. So I'm cheering you on as you do that work. You're not alone. There's millions of people who are going through this experience of divorce right now. And the good news is just as the light of morning pierces through the darkness of night, so too will you awaken to a new life, my friend, slowly and meaningfully, I hope. And well, this is my hope for you. My heart goes out to you and to anyone else who's going through this right now. Until next week, love each other fiercely.